Greetings, friends, and I hope all of you are well. Uh, just a quick 10-minute conversation this morning. Uh, I mentioned it in passing yesterday when we were doing our study in the Gospel according to John. And that is that today, Thursday, November 18th, uh, 2021, that we're going to do a call to pray, <clears throat> excuse me, to pray and fast and uh, this is really inspired by, uh, I got an email last week from Hallelujah Scriptures. They were sending out a big email to their email list uh, with a sense of urgency and a call to pray and to fast, uh, really on behalf of the world and, you know, to kind of pray against this, some of this evil that we see developing. And I thought it was just a great idea and great timing uh, and a great if there's ever been a time to do that, uh, it's now. And so I sent the email out to my list. Uh, by the way, if you're not on the email list, um, I don't spam that. I send an email to it once every couple of weeks. The main purpose for the email list is so that when the inevitable censorship comes, I have a way to communicate, to redirect people to other areas, which I'll talk about at the end of this conversation. So... Uh, stay tuned for that. So I put the blog post up a couple days ago, and I just want to kind of do a short video and read the blog post to all of you, uh, explain what uh, the purpose is, the purpose for the call to prayer and fasting is, and uh, go from there. So uh, if you'll uh, just uh, let me read this to you real quick. Uh, I started off with a, with the psalm. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Psalm eleven three. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? It's time for a call to prayer and fasting. Anyone with even the smallest amount of spiritual discernment can see that our world is quickly descending into the deepest deepest depths of darkness. I believe the greatest worldwide tyranny is developing right before our very eyes. And sadly, the church by and large, at least here in the Western world, seems to be completely delusional about these realities. Is it not the mission of the truth, the mission of the church to see the kingdom of God and the gospel grow throughout the four corners of the earth? Instead, many, if not most, churches and pastors are only interested in growing their own personal kingdoms. The modern Western church has become like the lukewarm church of Lodicea, and therefore lacks real power in this time of greatest need. As the holy remnant of God, and that's how I see us, we need to fill that gap. We need to be the ones to make the spiritual war against the enemy. Notice I said spiritual. Our weapons are not carnal. They're spiritual in nature, which is the purpose of praying and fasting right now. So we need to make the spiritual war with the enemy and seek God on behalf of all humanity. May we be known as the repairers of the breach. Of course, I'm referring to Isaiah 58, verse 12, and it says, And they that shall be of thee shall build the old waste places. Thou shalt raise up the foundations of many generations, and thou shalt be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of paths to dwell in. 
I recently received an email from Hallelujah Scriptures calling everyone on their list to pray and fast on Thursday, November 18th, and I thought I would pass along their message and call those who follow this mission of truth to do the same. Do not make the mistake of thinking that your prayers and fasting don't matter, especially during this time of chaos. God cares about the cries of his people, and the prayers of the righteous are of great value. James chapter 5, verse 16 says, Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Here's just a small excerpt from the email that was sent, to, sent out by Hallelujah Scriptures. This is what they were calling for. Let me just read that to you real quick. This is what it said. It said, We need urgent prayer over what the world system has put in place that is affecting every country in the world. Please pray and rebuke the enemy to put a stop to this evil as we need more time to get his word out to those in need. We are fasting and praying even hard for some extra time. We all need to come together and pray and fast and put a stop to this or delay it for some time and we know only one person that can do this is the Father. Let us get on our knees and pray as hard as possible. The Hallelujah Scriptures team and project would like to thank you, our prayers and fasting warriors. We are so grateful and thankful for you for taking the time to pray for the project and team. Praying and fasting is more important than all the gold in the world to us and the project. As we the volunteers really value your prayers and fasting, we also cannot buy these. We pray daily for you and your family and also praise the Father for you as it has been our great honor in coming to know you. We truly appreciate if you can fast for 24 hours. Otherwise, if you cannot fast the whole 24 hours, please consider a 12-hour fast or just miss one meal. If this is possible, I'm sorry, if this is still not possible, then can you please kindly pray throughout the day? Thank you in advance, Holy Scriptures. As for me personally, uh, I'm doing a 12-hour fast, so basically 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. today, uh, with the intent to seek God through humility and intercessory prayer, specifically for the lost and his remnant. And I'll also be like-minded with Hallelujah Scriptures and praying that this evil will be restrained a little longer for the sake of the gospel and the kingdom of God worldwide. So I invite you to join me in whatever way you can. Maybe it's missing a meal. Maybe it's turning off the TV for the day. Whatever you can do in order to humble yourself before God and seek His mercy through prayer. So that's kind of what I'm going to be doing today. I'm actually going to not eat uh, for 12 hours today. But you do whatever you can. And for some of you that may not be possible. So maybe it's no TV today. It's whatever you can do that's going to humble you. That's going to bring the thought of praying to God. You know when we deny the flesh. When we stop feeding the flesh. Then the hunger comes. Whether it be a desire to pick up your cell phone. Whether it be a desire to eat. Whether it be a desire to turn on the TV. Whatever that thing is. When that desire comes, it prompts you to pray and to seek God. And so I'm going to be praying for the lost, for the protection over God's remnant, and praying against this evil. 
I don't think people realize just how far down the line we are. I don't think people realize just how uh, bad it really is getting. It, we, and I hate to talk about these things in future tense. It's not future. It's not in the distant. It, it's right now happening. Inflation is taking off right now. It's going to be painful. Um, the overreach is at a level that's of biblical proportions. Um, if you can't see the stage set for the Mark of the Beast, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, if you can't see that you're already required to do this and to do that if you want to buy and sell and participate in the economy or keep your job or or leave your house, depending on where you are in the world, I mean, <laughs> what more evidence do you need to see that this is the devil's dream, this scenario that we find ourselves in? But God is above all of these things. And it may not, may or may not be his will to delay it. But God tends to respond to the cries of his people, especially when the cry is for mercy. So that's what I'm doing, and that's what I'm asking you to do. I'm reminded of the prophet Habakkuk, which, by the way, the book of Habakkuk, the first five verses, is my life verses. And I'm not going to get into my personal story today, but if there's a, if there's a book that I've studied, it's that one. But I'm reminded of the prophet Habakkuk, who was distraught over the wickedness, violence, and sin that had overwhelmed the culture of his day. May the Lord's response and promise given to the prophet also be a word for us in this hour of great confusion. Here's the first five verses of Habakkuk. The burden which Habakkuk the prophet did see. Here's his cry. O Lord, how long shall I cry and thou will not hear? Even cry out unto thee of violence and thou will not save. Why dost thou, sh thou show me iniquity? And cause me to behold grievance, for spoil and violence are before me, and there are those that raise up strife and contention. Therefore the law is slack, and judgment doth never go forth, for the wicked doth compass about the righteous. Therefore wrong judgment proceedeth. Before I get to God's response, let's understand what's going on here. Habakkuk is crying out and saying, how long, Lord, are you going to ignore this? How long do I have to keep crying out to you that there's terrible violence and wickedness happening and you're not doing anything about it? You force me to see evil. Why? Because it's everywhere I look. There's spoil, which is like looting, stealing, violence, obvious. Those who raise up strife and contention, like those who are intentionally stirring up these things. Therefore, the law is slacked, meaning seems to have no power because everything is lawless. Judgment never goes forth. Why? Because the wicked can pass about the righteous, meaning you've got the few righteous, but they're just overwhelmed by the wicked. Therefore, what goes forth is wrong judgment because it's influenced by the wicked and the righteous are small and have very little influence. 
Does that sound like a familiar circumstance that we find ourselves in, not just in the United States, but global, worldwide, the whole earth? Here's what God said. Behold ye among the heathen, and regard, and wonder marvelously, for I will work a work in your days which ye would not believe, though it be told to you. God says, you think I don't see what's going on? I do see what's going on. I'm about to do something about it. But it's so crazy. It's so unbelievable that even if I told you what I was getting ready to do, you wouldn't even believe it. Now, it's important to note, God wasn't telling Habakkuk that everything was going to be okay. If you read the book. In fact, God informs the prophet that he is raising up an army to judge the wicked generation. After this explanation, I can't help but love the response of the humble prophet. Here's what Habakkuk says, chapter 3. O Lord, I have heard thy speech and was afraid. O Lord, revive thy works in the midst of the years. In the midst of the years, make known. And in wrath, remember mercy. So Habakkuk's like, look, I, I tremble at the things you say. I'm asking you to do these amazing works in my day. That's what he's saying. Revive thy works in the midst of the years. He's saying, I've heard about the flood. I've heard about all these. I've heard about Exodus. I've heard all these amazing stories. Do that stuff in my time. And in your wrath, which I know is deserved, please remember mercy. May we be a people who live by faith, trusting in God, in His provision, in His protection. Let's not forget, Jesus promised that the gates of hell would not prevail against the church. He didn't say they wouldn't come against the church, that they just wouldn't prevail against the church. Remember that the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into Him and they are saved, Psalm 18.10. Let us rest under the wings of his protection and seek his face with our whole hearts. So that is the blog post that's up at scriptureandprophecy.com entitled A Call to Prayer and Fasting. We need to come together as a body and seek God for mercy for his kingdom, mercy for his people, and that the evil would be restrained. Either way, we will trust God. For some reason, the thought of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego is, is coming to mind. They refuse to worship the image. <laughs> Sounds familiar. They refuse to, to worship it. And the threat was, well, if you don't do this, we're going to throw you in the fire in the furnace and they're like our God is able to rescue us from that fiery furnace and even if he doesn't we're not going to worship you or that statue we serve God and him alone where's the where's that kind of courage in Christians today where's that kind of commitment and faith 
Lord have mercy on Saul. Well, uh, that is all I wanted to share with you this morning, other than one other thing. Um, unfortunately, I'm unprepared here. I need to pull it up. I want to uh, invite everyone to follow me on a service called gab.com. I set up the account a couple weeks ago. I'm going to pay, uh, thanks to your generosity, I'm going to pay for the subscription base of it so I can upload videos to it. Uh, so if you go to gab.com, it's exactly like Twitter, basically. Uh, but at the top, there's an option that says TV and stuff like that. I'm going to start uploading the episodes to that. I also upload everything to BitChute, and there's a lot of subscribers at BitChute.com. Uh, if you're on the YouTube channel, all those links are in there um, to get to this. Uh, but I invite you to follow me there um, because we have to start getting the content on some of these other platforms for when the inevitable happens. I mean, okay, I hate to say, but this is the world that we live in now. And so we have to start planning for these attacks. And so if you will uh, get on Gab, um, sign up for it, and I'm going to start posting stuff there. It doesn't mean I'm going to leave the current platform. This is just like the backup for, you know, for when the inevitable happens. Uh, but it would be better if people were already kind of getting used to going to the content there. This is where I'm going to want to communicate. So if you need to send me a message about anything or you want to comment on uh, a video or anything like that, I'd love it if you came here to do it, um, to gab.com. Um, and I also tweet out thoughts. Um, well, I guess they're not tweets, it's Gab. But I, I send out the occasional word on there. So I'm going to start being more and more active on that um, on that website, gab.com. But like I said, you could also follow it on, uh, follow me on BitChute. But all that stuff you should be able to get to from the links or just go to gab.com and search my name. It's not under scripture. It's not under truth thread. It's just under my, my name, Sean. Uh, so if you're watching the video version, you can see that Sean Osmond is what you're going to look for. S-H-A-W-N-O-Z-B-U-N. So anyway, I just wanted to mention that in passing. All right, that's all I wanted to talk about this morning. Uh, Lord willing, I'll be back with you tomorrow morning uh, with our Torah portion study for the week. Consider fasting or denying something from yourself today and seeking God and ask for mercy and that this wickedness would be restrained for the sake of the gospel and for the kingdom of God. You know, this, Peter says that the Lord is not slack when it comes to his promises, it's just that he is long-suffering, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And that should be our attitude. Sometimes I think we forget what our mission is. Thanks for listening this morning, friends. Peace and grace be with all of you, and until next time, God bless.